Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome to Talking Wealth, the show where the Wealth Within team are on hand to teach you how to become a more confident, competent, and more importantly, profitable trader or investor. Wealth Within was voted number three for stock market podcasts globally in 2018, so I hope you enjoy listening. We cover topics from trading to investing, as well as wealth creation to ensure you can achieve your financial goals. Because as we always say, lifestyle matters. As a global leader in stock market education, you can fast track your journey towards financial freedom by studying with Wealth Within. If you'd like more information about our government accredited courses or to listen to more Talking Wealth podcasts, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the Talking Wealth podcast under the Learning Centre. Please note that the information in this podcast should not be considered personal financial advice. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillen, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. And today's podcast, I'm going to be chatting about cryptocurrencies because uh, I know I've done a few podcasts on these before and uh, a couple of things on my YouTube videos. If you haven't seen a YouTube channel and you just listen to our podcast for the first time, uh, just type into YouTube Wealth Within TV um, and you'll see our um, weekly market reports and you'll also um, see recordings from our Tuesday night stock market live show. So if you're around on Tuesday nights, Melbourne, um, Eastern Standard Time here in Australia, get on live and, and uh, ask your questions uh, all things investing and trading um, welcome you on board uh, if you want to uh, get on those um, videos and, and you'll learn a hell of a lot but as I said uh, today is really going to be about cryptos and part of the reason why I brought it up I've just been reading an article um, um, on that this morning actually came out last Friday now a lot of people who have listened to some of my podcasts and watch my videos know I'm not a huge fan of cryptocurrencies because I think a lot of people are getting ripped off there's a lot of um, people who have little very little knowledge very little money um, um, and very un little understanding of what they're getting into and they're losing money or they're living on a false hope of they're actually making money and I, I think the reason why I want to discuss it today is simply because I was writing of not writing reading this article today and it was an article um, published um, with the permission of uh, Project Syndicate, the great crypto heist, and it was written by, um, hopefully I can say the person's name, is Noriel Rubini, who was a professor at NYU or New York University's Stern School of Business and CEO of Rubini Macro Associates, um, was a senior economist for international affairs in the White House Council of Economic Advisors during the Clinton administration, and he's worked for international monetary funds, the Federal Reserve, and the World Bank. Now, I reckon somebody with that kind of qualification really knows what he's talking about, and uh, he's not a fan of cryptocurrencies like me, and for pretty much exactly the same reasons. Now, um, this article was published on the 19th of July, as I said, and it's uh, called Policy Makers and Law Enforcement Are Asleep at the Wheel. So you just Google it yourself. You should be able to find it somewhere. Uh, as I said, it was uh, published by permission of Project Syndicate, so please Google and have a good look at it. I won't read the whole article, but it just really hit me as to really why people should be very cautious and very wary of this market. Now, the, he actually says there's a good reason why every civilized country in the world tightly regulates 
its financial system, and I totally understand that. The 2008 global financial crisis, after all, was largely the result of rolling back financial regulations. And that's a real, that's a, a, a real true statement. I, I know I've come out with it, and I know Janine has said uh, when they repealed the Glass-Steagall Act um, in the US many, many, many moons ago, and that was the precursor to the GFC, or what caused the GFC. So pulling back on financial regulations caused the GFC to happen. So therefore, but there's a balance between governments between over-regulating and under-regulating, and sometimes, and governments generally over-regulate first and then slowly pull it back, but sometimes they pull it back too much. Now, you know, at the moment in Australia, you can say, well, are we being more over-regulation in our financial services industry? I'm not sure, but we were under-regulated for a while, and this is what caused, you know, the Banking Royal Commission and all the issues there. But in terms of the global financial crisis, it was definitely caused through rolling back financial regulation. Now, getting back to the article, um, he goes on to say, crooks, criminals, and grifters are a fact of life, and no financial system can serve us, serve its proper purpose, unless investors are protected from them. I agree. Uh, but there's only so much you can protect people from their own ignorance, or should I put that in inverted brackets, stupidity, um, and not being rude to anybody, but you get the point. Hence, he goes on to say, hence there are regulations requiring that securities be registered, that money servicing activities be licensed, that capital controls include anti-money laundering, and know your customer provisions to prevent tax evasion and other illicit financial flows, and that money managers serve their clients' interests. Now, as a fund manager ourselves, you know, we, we are like anti-terrorism, anti-money laundering, all of that sort of stuff is big. And it should be big because we don't want to be supporting people who don't have good interests at heart or uh, in terms of if they're creating criminal activities or using things to create criminal activities and the like and be detrimental to the larger population. Now, he talks about cryptocurrencies that have given rise to an entire new criminal industry comprising unregulated offshore exchanges, paid propagandists, and an army of scammers looking to fleece retail investors. Yet, despite the overwhelming evidence of rampant fraud and abuse, financial regulators and law enforcement agencies remain asleep at the wheel. 100% agree with him. I see them. They see, I see fake websites with all sorts of fake information on them that looks fantastic to the average retail consumer who has a low level of understanding in these areas and they get bitten by the BS and and I see that so often whether it's in terms of binary options is another area that people get sucked in so often and they don't check the fine print and they don't pick up that these are being these are scams or these are people that aren't going to look after your money. They promise a lot and don't deliver very much, and I see it all the time. And I totally agree that our law enforcement agencies are asleep at the wheel. We should have been regulating Bitcoins and cryptocurrencies years ago. And, you know, we're trying to play catch-up game here at the moment, and we're doing a very slow job of it. Um, this gentleman goes on to say, because these laws and regulations protect investors and society, the compliance costs associated with them are reasonable and appropriate and they should be so we should be paying for compliance costs to make sure that we are protected Um, he goes on to say cryptocurrencies are routinely launched and traded outside the domain of official financial oversight where avoidance of compliance costs is advertised as a source of efficiency the result is that crypto land has become an unregulated casino where unchecked criminality runs riot Again, totally agree with him. He talks about, um, uh, consider bit 
MEX, an unregulated trillion dollar exchange of crypto derivatives that is domiciled in the seashells, but active globally. Its CEO, Arthur Hayes, boasted openly that BitMEX business model involves peddling to degenerate gamblers, meaning clueless retail investors, crypto derivatives with a 100 to 1 leverage. Trading cryptos with a 100 to 1 leverage. Now, that's asking for trouble, isn't it? He says, worse, BitMEX applies high fees whenever one buys or sells its toxic instruments and then takes another bite of the apple by siphoning customers' savings into a liquidation fund that is likely to be many times larger than what is necessary to avoid counterparty risk. He goes on to talk about money laundering for criminals. He said, BitMEX insiders revealed to me that this exchange is also used daily for money laundering on a massive scale by terrorists and other criminals from Russia, Iran, and, if, and elsewhere. The exchange does nothing to stop this as it profits from these transactions. Now, interesting, isn't it? Now, people don't need think, well, Bitcoin, yeah, it's safe, it's big, blah, blah, blah. It's not necessarily safe, and it's not necessarily that big. It's an unregulated cowboy um, marketplace. Um, he goes on to say, the lack of due diligence constitutes a brazen violation of securities law and regulations. Hayes even openly challenges everyone to try to sue him, sue him in the unregulated seashells, knowing he operates in the shadows of laws and regulations. Uh, it is quite an interesting article. Um, and as I won't go through all of it, but he goes, price manipulation is rampant across all crypto exchanges. I'll say that again, price manipulation is rampant across all crypto exchanges. Owing to pump and dump schemes, wash trading, spoofing, front running and other forms of manipulation. According to one study, up to 95% of all transactions in Bitcoin, I'll say that one again, according to one study, up to 95% of all transactions in Bitcoin are fake, indicating that fraud is not the exception, but the rule. Bitcoin's the big one, remember? Of course, it's no surprise that an unregulated market would become the playground of con artists, criminals, and snake oil salesmen. Crypto trading has created a multi-billion dollar industry comprising not just exchanges, but also the propagandists proposing as journalist opportunities taking up their own financial books to peddle what he calls SHIT coin, and lobbyists seeking regulatory exemptions. Now, again, I've seen this all the time. I see people with pretending they're fake journalists or websites or articles from journalists that aren't really journalists and putting praising a Bitcoin or praising cryptocurrencies. And you see this so often. That, and people, general retail investors, don't see that the all the, those warning signs that these journalists that are promoting saying, oh, it's great, it's safe. We see that in chat forums and all sorts of other places where people are just getting caught um, by all this information that's not coming from credible sources it's just due to people wanting to take their money and get them to invest. Um, and there is, really is emerging a lot, a lot of criminal activity. And according to one study, 80% of initial coin offerings in 2017 were scams. 80% of initial coin offerings were scams. Um, and this is really, as I said, really, really scary type uh, thing to me. So he said, at a minimum, Hayes and all the others overseeing similar rackets from offshore safe havens 
should be investigated before millions more retail investors get scammed in the financial ruins. Uh, as I said, I totally agree with this uh, this person in his article because I see it all the time. I've seen it in multiple different markets, not just Bitcoin. Um, the other one, as I said a little bit earlier, was um, um, binary options, another big one. And I was only looking the other day, I saw something, some sort of chat stuff on um forget what it was facebook or something like that i saw something and they were talking about binary options and there were people on there um, no it was on instagram actually it was a post on instagram i was checking our instagram page and i saw some feed come in and it was all on binary options so i picked, picked my ears up and all these people posting saying how binary options were great and you know saying so and so helps you with binary options and they're putting little links in them every single one of the posts bar one was from somebody trying to scam people to believing that the, that binary options from this person could help you make a lot of money out of binary options. And if you really go and look at the back end of binary options and look at all the fine print of where you're dealing with and where the money's going, you would stay right out of them. And, and this is the thing that's pretty much the same with Bitcoin is the majority of people in Bitcoin um, should not be there. And I'm saying the majority, 99% investing in Bitcoin shouldn't be there because they don't know what they're doing. They don't know the risks they're taking. And those who are promoting Bitcoin, there are some people that are quite good and quite honest and believe in what they're doing and are trying to create a nice industry out of it. There are some, I'm not saying all of them are like that. But again, as you look at the statistics, they're the they're the small percentage not the large percentage so again i would only be dealing with the big end of town in terms of the bitcoin but until we get lots of regulations around this uh, to me it's nowhere near getting my money and really i need to see you know some sort of regulation to make sure that people are safe and if i can warn you for not getting in bitcoin you're better off being into other different markets for your money that are regulated and there's one of the arguments that people are saying, well, you know, the whole idea of Bitcoin is that it is it is hidden from the government, that the government can't dominate things, and that's what makes it exciting, and that's what makes it better. Well, that also makes it far more dangerous too. Um, and so, yes, the government is not checking it, or has not, she's not checking it, but that also makes it completely the opposite reason. So, whilst there's a perceived benefit there by having it outside the scope of the government regulation and oversight. That's also the hugest, biggest, biggest, biggest risk. And uh, most of people in Bitcoin are, in my view, gambling with their money. And uh, some people are getting some money out of it and some people are making some money out of it as investors into it. And I'm not suggesting that's not, but the majority are not doing very, very well at it. As you can see, it's it's uh, not a very safe instrument to trade. So, but anyway, that's my thoughts. And, you know, as I said, I'm just quoting an article by this Narelle Rubini. Um, and I'll tell you about it again. It's called uh, The Great Crypto Heist. It was, uh, it was published by Permission of Project Syndicate. It was done on the 19th of July. So just Google it and read it yourself. But, but do your research. Um, and if you know people that are investing in cryptos, more than likely not, they're zealots and they won't listen to a word that I've just said. They'll just go, this guy's full of it. You know, he's not done his research, whereas it's generally the other way around, um, given that I'm the expert and 
those people generally haven't done much of their research and they just believe a lot of these fake websites and fake reporters, etc., etc. So, But that's it for me for this podcast. Hope you've enjoyed it. Um, again, if you'd like me to do anything for you or if you've got a subject you'd like me to cover, please let me know. Just shoot an email through to info at wealthwithin.com.au. Um, as I said, do find our YouTube channel, Wealth Within TV, on YouTube. Get on our live show. Tell your friends about it. We'd love to have you on board. But uh, that's it for me for this week. Uh, goodbye. Good luck. Good trading. You've been listening to Talking Wealth, and I'm Dale Gillam, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. Thanks for listening. This podcast is brought to you by Wealth Within, a global leader in stock market education. For more information on our courses or to listen to more Talking Wealth podcasts, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the Talking Wealth podcast under the Learning Centre.